some people only dream and sleep and no work. And I say, no, for me, it's not a dream. For me, it's a goal. Every day I need work for be more near to my goal. Welcome to Ballet Dance Live podcast. My name is Jana Komarnitska. I'm a full-time dancer based in Toronto, performing a variety of Middle Eastern and Central Asian dance styles, including ballet dance. You can find me at janadance.com as well as on Insta or Facebook by Jana Dance or Jana Komarnitska. I'm happy you've decided to join us for this weekly dose of dance inspiration because here on this podcast we explore all nuances and insights into lifestyle of ballet dancers and we are having amazing star guests who share their stories, secrets and tips with you. Before we start our episode, I'd like to thank to Ballet Dance Evolution for supporting our podcast. Balladance Evolution is a revolutionary company that explores, celebrates, and reimagines Middle Eastern and Western dance. Is Balladance Evolution's recent development of a youth sponsorship program, PD founder Jelini is committed to providing affordable instructions for our youth by paying for one year's tuition of Balladance classes. Do not postpone submitting your online application. For more information, head over to the website balladanceevolution.com. Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Ballet Dance Live podcast and I'm super excited today because I have an amazing male ballet dancer with me, superstar, internationally known Oscar Flores. And just before we start to dive into our interview, just a few highlights about his career because it's really fascinating and I feel a lot of things we'll discuss will be connected directly to his experience, but he has started working in a field since 1995 and he started working in a theater dance and as a model and since 1995 he also have been working with foreign communities in his hometown in Argentina since 1999 he began to direct the troupe of Argentine Arab Cultural Association of the City. Also in 2001, he founded his first school and made his first dance group, Al Nadim, who worked for three years before he moved to Buenos Aires to continue his career. And then he moved to Buenos Aires. He actually studied in the school of Amir Taleb and Saida and other teachers from this discipline. Till 2005, then he opened his own school in Buenos Aires and started his dance troupe. And also just a few more highlights about his further career. He has been working in China for several years in Ballet Dance China troupe. And for the last few years, he has been traveling all around the world. We can see him every weekend in different uh, country in different continent and he keeps inspiring us with his amazing work and amazing uh, style and work with dance props that just make breathtaking performances that we can enjoy either in person if you're lucky to see him in some festival or via videos on social media so thank you for finding time to join us today and uh, welcome to the show oscar <laughs> thank you so much wow it's a, a long history <laughs> Well, I'm sure I missed quite a few things. I just did some highlights <laughs> of what you did so far. 
but to start our conversation, I always ask uh, people, we know you as a successful international dance star today, but how did ballet dance became part of your life? Do you remember your very first, uh, I don't know, classes or interactions with this uh, dance form? Yes, I remember. It's a long time ago, but I, 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 I start my career dancing flamenco. Yes, and before to flamenco, I learned theater. I I, I have a, a very successful career on the theater in my in Patagonia. Um, I discovered the, the the Oriental dance because the first years I danced also uh, traditional dance, folk dance from like a Saidi, Dabke, from Lebanon, from Syria inside to the Arabic community. And I discovered the Arabic community of my city because my 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 sister is dancer too. And she started before to me and she introduced me inside to the community of uh, and inside to the community of my city. Uh, she said, okay, we need a voice for start to dance because we don't have too much boys dancing. And I said, okay, I will go. And I start uh, and I really enjoy. When I discovered all the amazing Arabic war, I'm in love with, with this experience. Um, in this moment, I work in, in a bank, in an international bank, and I have the possibility to go to Buenos Aires one or two times on the month, and I start to have a contact with the embassies uh, for fine information, you know? Uh, I start to learn about the culture, about the religion, about the information for, for the dance, for the Arabic countries. And I start to share this information with the Arabic community of my hometown. My hometown is one little town in the south of Argentina. It's three hours flight to Buenos Aires. It's in the center of Patagonia. And uh, 25 years ago, we don't have too much information. No YouTube, no internet, nothing, you know? Uh, for this, in, in this moment, it's so important to find the information from the embassy. The embassy gives us videos and give us information. And this is my first moment inside to the Arabic dances. Uh, for me, I don't remember exactly my first belly dance class because for me, you know, in this moment, I work very hard. I work in a bank. I I work and I dance in five or six different troops. I dance Greek dances, I dance Russian dances, I dance ballet, I dance flamenco, I dance uh, tango. I, I I perform with the different troops. Also, I have my theater uh, troupe. I I have uh, 25 uh, different actors, and we work in the theater every week. For this is a like little crazy moment of my life because I, I spent time in many activities. I am so young in this moment. Um, but this is the, the, the beginning of my time. Hmm. So interesting to go back to those uh, beginning years because every artist has their own uh, stories and it's always different paths. Like there is no one sort of rule, oh, you do this, then you do this, and then you do this. Like everyone comes to belly dance or world of Middle Eastern dance differently. So it's awesome to hear. But I, I think too, my first inspiration is my sister because my sister dance belly dance inside the community. And she she's the fierce soloist uh, dancer inside of the community. 
And for many times, she is my inspiration. Mm. And is she still dancing today? But not in a professional way. Many years ago, she stopped to dance and stopped to teach. And for now, it's, it's a hobby. And she continued working inside to the Arabic community in my town. Uh, but uh, it's like a hobby, it's not a professional way. Oh, I see. <laughs> and something else caught my attention. You mentioned that uh, you have been working in uh, uh, banking at that time. And as uh, far as I did my research, you had like almost... Uh, I think even more than 10-year career in a corporate world. And then suddenly you're interested in dance, and now you are a full-time dancer. How did that transition from corporate world, from what we are sort of used to call normal life, quotes, unquote, <laughs> and transition in this artistic, crazy life? How was it uh, for you? I don't know. You know, when I... I look, my, my, my life back is like a Cinderella tale. Uh, I start to work when I have 12 years old. In my family, we have many problems. My family is one uh, normal family, you know. For many years, we have a big crisis in our country. And my father needs work, you know, and it's impossible to find the work. And I start to work when I have 12 years uh, for pay my school. I pay my school, my high school, uh, the university. I finished three careers on the university. I work all my life. All my life, I have the normal life and the artistic life in the same time. Uh, for many, many years, I sleep four hours, you know, because I work nine, ten hours every day and I need to find the time for learn and for dance and for teach all the my teenager time i never go to the parties i never go because the weekends i i ha, i i use my money for buy a camera buy the video camera and i record um birthdays uh, weddings and i did the videos and i sold the videos um every every weekend i work so hard uh, for collect the money and, and for pay my theater teachers or my dancer teachers or pay my trips for go to learn with another teacher in Buenos Aires. I, I, I'm so happy because uh, I, I'm very lucky because I work very hard and I find a very good work in a more important bank in Argentina. Uh, the bank paid my, two of my university careers. I really love, I'm economist. I'm international, international commerce. I love this part of my life. I'm so passionate. When I work in a bank, I work with all my passion on side to the bank. Um, after 10 years in the bank, I'm one of the five more important private executives of the private banking in Argentina. And in this moment, the bank give me one award, make one ceremony for the five best uh, executives and, and give me one award because I'm very, very important uh, executive and I work with the 500 more important clients of Argentina. In this moment, my mind is broken. I, I, I say, oh my God, uh, because in this moment, I need to take one decision. If I continue with my career on the bank, I need to stop to dance. In this moment, I start to, to work in uh, Dancing with the Star in the TV. I'm a coach. I prepare different uh, famous uh, partners for dance on TV. 
And I start to more exposure of my faith on the tree. And the bank is not too happy with this situation. And put me in front of the wall and say, okay, Oscar, you have two options. Or you continue with your uh, successful career on the bank, or you continue dancing, but not both. And I, I, in this moment, you know, I, I can I can think about this. I... I remember to go to the toilet, and in the toilet, I meet with the president of the bank. And very natural, you know, very, very natural. Like I speak with a friend, he said me, oh, we are waiting your answer. And I say, okay, I live out to the bank. And this person opened the eyes, like you know, <laughs> big eyes, and say, no, it's not possible. You can say me this the day to we." We have a, a, a big award for you. And I say, I'm honest. For me, it's black or white. And, and this is the truth. I think in, in six months more, leave out to the bank because I need have the opportunity in my life. For first time, I need the opportunity to try to live my dream. And I say, if you really support me, if you really, if this is true to you, like my career in, in the company, Give me the opportunity to be free. One one week later to this meeting, he called me and he said, okay, Oscar, I have a good news for you. I will give you one contract, one open contract for two years. You are free for two years. In these two years, you continue with your medical security, with your account, and you have two years for go around to the world. Try to live your life. But if in two years you are not happy with your artistic life, you need back to the bank and continue with your career here, but not, you stop to dance, not dance more. If you know back to the bank and you take the decision to say, okay, I decide no back more to the bank, I will give you the money for your 10 years of useful career on the bank. After one year traveling around the world, I decide no back more to the bank. I say, no, this is my life. This is my big, big opportunity. And when I cancel the contract, the banking pay me for my 10 years of uh, career. And with this money, I buy my studio in Buenos Aires and put my own studio. I finish the rent the studio and I buy my space, my own space, and I create my last studio in Buenos Aires. For this is like a Cinderella, you know, I work very hard, but finally uh, all, is, all is good. That's a really beautiful story. It's on one hand, it's very sad that in corporate world, they sort of uh, don't let people be their own truth. Like not everyone, of course, but in most cases, like they wait for full dedication for the work, not realizing that if person is able to pursue their some creative artistic careers, that actually only will enhance their input in the work because they feel more fulfilled, they feel happier. But on another uh, side, it's awesome that you had such a supportive uh, uh, boss at your bank who find a solution that sort of worked uh, for both sides and give you opportunity to explore because going from let's say secured um, bank work in this 
very unsecure artistic life, it's also a lot of risks. So in this case, uh, you had opportunity to explore and go for it, but you also knew you, you don't need right away to do those uh, extreme decisions like, oh, either this or this. That's awesome. Awesome to hear. Yes, for this, always to my students, I, I say, you need to have a career. Of course, you want to be an artist, but you don't know if the world gives you the opportunity to be the artist who you want to be. For this, it's important to the people have another option. Learn one career when you have the support of your family, your father, not spend the time in, in parties, you know. You need to find the, the balance in your life. If you work very hard and you are honest person, the, the, the life give you the, the, the award, give you the opportunity to live your dream. But you need work. Some people only dream and sleep and no work. And I say, no, for me, it's not a dream. For me, it's a goal. Every day I need work for be more near to my goals. If I say, oh, this is a dream, maybe next year, maybe next time, I sleep very quiet every night, but I know work hard. So this is important. Learn, be honest, work very hard every day. And of course, the life gives you the opportunity, but you need to ready. If you know work, you never be ready for the opportunities of the life. That's so true, especially now with uh, all social media. I kind of keep referring to this idea again and again, like almost not every interview, but from time to time, because a lot of artists, they sort of just confirm this idea that on social media, then we look at, uh, in this case, ballet dance world, we only see those glamorous uh, performances, sparkles, uh, I don't know, applauses, big stages. But there's so much inside it. So I'm glad you, you, you share these thoughts too. And in those years that you are now full-time artist this time, did you ever regret about your decision? No, never. Never. Always, uh, you know, the life is not only the shine, belly dance world. <laughs> I, I live uh, in the last years, I live very, very sad situations in my artistic life. But in a moment of the life, when you have too much exposure about the world and the, so many people are look at you every day, you need to be the inspiration. In this world, we have too much violence. We have too much bad influence in the internet, in social media. The people fight with another people. All the, all the people is doctor, all the people is lawyer, all the people you know, express the ideas with violence in internet. For this, some years ago, I take the decision to not share the bad moment. Never I will share one bad moment of my life. Uh, I really live very bad moment. For this, two years ago, I started to make a documentary about to the backstage. Every day, every, every trip, I trip with a, a cinema camera with me. And I'm making one documentary about all the deep moments to this career have. And maybe in a few years more, this documentary will be ready. But I never regret about the life. You know, for me, each problem is one opportunity to learn. Because if I have this bad situation in my life, it's because I need to learn something about this. In the more successful moments of my life, I have the more deep problems in my life. 
And for me, this is the balance. This gives me the, I don't know if this is the correct word in English because my language in English is a little short, humble, humble. You know, some people, uh, when they so successful, lost the humanity. It's too much diva, you know? And for me, every time when I too much successful, something happened to put me my foot on the hair and say, Oscar, remember to, you are here in the, in the land. You are in the hair. Uh, no live about all these fantasies, you know? Some years ago, I, I moved to, to China. I lived two and a half years in China. And the first year to I live in China, all around to me is cameras. I made a reality show for the TV. Uh, the the producer say, okay, what time you wake up? I say, okay, eight. Okay, eight ten. The camera go to your room, and I watch my mood. And the camera is with me in the in the bathroom. Uh, every moment, every moment, camera with me. I can speak with the people every day with sunglasses. Uh, my taxi driver have a Ferrari or Lamborghini for moving around to the cities. This is no Oscar. This is not me. I don't enjoy this, you know? I'm a normal person. My family is one normal family in one small city in the south of Argentina. I speak with the owner of the company and I say, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you because I, I have the opportunity to live in a five-star hotels every week, uh, but this is not me. This is not my life. I don't enjoy this. This is not the kind of uh, image of myself to I want to project to my my followers because this is not true. The people don't have the opportunity to live this life. This is not the belly dance community. The belly dance community needs to be more real. The belly dance community needs to be real for maybe inspiration for the next generation. We know our diva. We know live in five five star hotels. This is not true. You know, uh, this is a fantasy, and this fantasy destroys our world. We need to be more real. We need to touch the hair of the people around to us. In this moment, we change our world and our world will be more happy. In this moment, we have too much divas to fight and it's a competition. Oh, I'm more diva to you and I spend more money. And I don't like this. This is art and the art is not about the money. The art is about your hair, it's about your feelings, it's about to you are true. We have a thousand good dancers, but how many dancers is a good artist? And this is the balance. This is the balance for me. This is not about the technique. This is not about the uh, expensive war and the fashion war. This is about to be a real artist. And the artist is only one. Picasso is Picasso because he's only one. Gaudi is Gaudi because he's only one. And you remember this. Um, but today, uh, the social media changed the rules. You know, today we have a many successful dancers, many successful and fashion dancers around the world. And um, it's okay, but how many years we will have this community is a problem for, 
Well, I literally have a goosebumps right now, like all so many jewels <laughs> that you just said. But uh, uh, your phrase, uh, uh, I think you said, uh, we have many dances, how, but beautiful dances, but how many of those dances are real artists? It literally goes to my treasure collection of uh, ballad dance quotes because it's such so true. Uh, it's not just about dance or your dance skills. It's about, I guess, your message. Uh, what you, I mean, what is to be artist, everyone will define for themselves. It's sort of like there's not, no definition, but it's not just what we visually see. It's how you touch people, like what, what message you deliver. So, wow. <laughs> That's a really very powerful. Also... I noticed from your Instagram, and this is something that will be obvious to absolutely everyone who will check your uh, Instagram page, you have a very interesting uh, sort of thread that you keep throughout your account. Basically, I believe from beginning of this year, you start posting, or maybe you did it the year before, I don't know, but at least this year, you're posting every day a picture with some very inspirational quote and very inspiring, very thoughtful. Like even yesterday, the one I, I wrote down, like you put that the world always looks brighter behind a smile. So it's very nice, interesting messages. But what is your personal reason to do it? Is it just to inspire dancers? Is it something else? Like why is it one picture and quote from the day? And what are those quotes? Where they come from? <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, the last two years for me is very hard in my personal life. I lost my more important people in my life. I lost the last year. And always I working. And I very, very far to, to, to my family or my friends when this happened. When you are alone and you are far to your family and your friends, you need to believe in something. And when all these situations happen, I start to make an exercise for me. I find one paper and I write some words for me. And I remember these words every day. And I write the words to I, I believe to I can, I, I, I can change my day, you know? It's like a therapy for me. And sometimes last year, the last two years, I share this, um, this word with some pictures and many people say, oh, thank you for sharing this because I have the same situation and you give me, give me more strong for continue my day. And I say, wow, every time it's more people to write me private messages or say, thank you because you work, you, you, your work uh, help me this day and I say okay maybe the people need the same to me <laughs> for this this year uh, for the first day of this year I write every day or I will find the correct words for my personal situation this word is for me this is the moment of my life this word is the word do I need change in my day every day we need change something uh, in my vision for try to grow ourselves every day we need to be better person 
Every day we need to find something to change inside to us. And when you are honest with yourself and you know who you are, who is uh, this person to need grow, to need make the evolution, you find the part of you to you can change. And the first step is believed to you can change this. For this, for me, it's an exercise. I write this and I say, okay, this day, this is the order. I need to change this. Um, for this, um, I love the pictures. I work in a model many years and inside to my phone, I have, I don't know, maybe 15,000 pictures. And every day, I, yes, every day I find the correct picture for the correct world. For this, I share this in my social media. Uh, my followers is not only belly dancers uh, and not only professional belly dancers. Uh, for this, I share my work with the, all the people who like this. You know, um, last time I have too much followers and not only dancers. For this, some companies start to find me now for start to work with um, brands to try to share inside to my, you know, send me clothes for put these clothes in my pictures or send send me some products. And this is another part of, of the work. Uh, you know, I'm so happy about this. But the, all this happened because the people follow this idea. I not share only dance. I share moments of the life. But it's very interesting because your intention was not uh, to gain followers. You start sharing it from your like personal intention, from just because you wanted, you believed in something, you believed it may help friend, um, it may help other people as well, as well as you're doing it for yourself. And then it it's interesting to see how it builds on because whenever we try like uh, to put those goals, like oh, I want to, I don't know develop a great career or get that many followers or get that many likes like if it's just for the sake of this kind of end goal it i mean maybe it will happen for someone but usually that's not the case but whenever you come in from a real inside place from the heart then it usually blooms and just grows exponentially to the and brings you to the places that you didn't even expect so it's very very uh, interesting to hear <laughs> I never, when I start with my social media, first I start with uh, Facebook. In my Facebook, I have more to 140,000 followers, but I know I use too much Facebook now because, uh, you know, all the people change and now Instagram is more direct to keep in contact with the people, but all is about me. I, I, I not spend time looking at other people or what happened with another dancer. No, I I only want to share my time with the people to like my work or like my words or like my pictures. I don't know. You know, uh, always I say, I work for the people to like me. No work for the people to don't like me. You know, if the people don't like me, okay, thank you. Continue your life. You know, I have my life and I'm so happy. Share, share my life or my time or my picture with the people to like me. I work only for these people. My fo focus is these people. It's not find more followers or, or make a competition with another dancer. No, I don't have the time. My time, only my free time is for try to find my balance and for share with my family and my friends. This is my real time. And 
no, I never have the time for watch what happened near to me. It's not selfish. It's not selfish. Some people say, oh, you are so selfish because you only put the focus on you and say, no, sorry, but no, I, the focus is try to share the best of me, no uh, share my luxury life or no, the people don't have idea about this. Uh, I try to share the best of me. I try to share only the part to can be the inspiration. If some part of me is no good for the people, I don't share this, you know. Yeah, it's uh, uh, so funny to hear that people try to put those judgments what is selfish or what is not. But it's so true. If we all take care of ourselves, even from this perspective, if we just make sure that we are all happy, then we'll solve so many problems in the world. <laughs> even just by taking care of yourself, you can show up to the rest of the world in a better shape and serve other people uh, better. So... Uh, it always make me very smiley to hear like when people say like, oh, you're selfish because you're taking care of pursuing your goals. Like, what? <laughs> Sometimes I, I'm shamed because I work in a festival with a big star and uh, these people come and say, oh, you don't know me. And I say, sorry, but no, I never saw videos in YouTube. I never find friends in Facebook. I never ask people in my Facebook if I know if I never meet in a person the people, these people not come inside to my Facebook. You know, um, I not find uh, people around to me. I don't need this. You know, I work in a little bubble. <laughs> and uh, this is more safe. This is more friendly. You know, it's, uh, it's more real. Because the people who are near to me, is near to me because it's a real people, no, because I find the the persons for try to keep something about this. You know, I'm sometimes the the organizers write me and say, "Oh, I'm the best organizer in my country," and I say, "Okay, congratulations." But uh, I try to find correct persons, no big persons. You know, I I don't have idea about this. I'm not, I don't know if it's correct or no, but in in my career, uh, in my career, uh, the, the the first step is the respect to the another person. You know, for me, each person is important. Each person, if if one student have uh, the time for me for come come to my workshop, of course I give all my attention because this person have the hope to have one career. I have my career. For this, I respect too much my students and I respect too much my, my sponsors uh, because my sponsors give me the opportunity to work and discover more dancers and, and share my work. With all those sort of challenges or downsides that we just discussed, uh, that uh, ballet dance life is not uh, always glamour and it has a lot of insights and behind the scenes, why do you... Still believe in this career. I'm pretty sure, probably from, I don't know, maybe your family, maybe your friends, or maybe other people who see the real life that you actually have, they probably keep asking you, oh, but why wouldn't you give up? Why you think uh, you should pursue dance and just, uh, I don't know, go back to banking or something more relaxed, let's say, or I mean, if there is, can be something relaxed in general because every aspect, um, every career will have some 
ups and downs. But why do you like? You probably received this question, and it's a tricky one to to reply, I believe, as a dancer, and uh, probably one of the annoying questions <laughs> for us as artists. But uh, um, if someone asks you, why do you, how did you feel that dance career is for you? How did you decide that you want to be a dancer? What do you like about dance? No, I'm so child. When I am child, very, 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 very young, maybe five or six years old, I watching one uh, movie on TV, Fame. You know Fame from USA? It's a very famous uh, movie and teleseries. And this TV program is about to the life of the dancers, to have the hope to be famous. And it's the life of the dancers to prepare himself for the audition in a great ballet in New York. In this moment, I discovered who I want to be an artist. But I don't be sure if uh, actor or dancer or singer, for this I tried with all, you know? I worked many years inside to the musical theater. I have uh, nine musical theaters in my career. Um, but when I discovered the dance, I discovered another language. For me, it's more universal language. For this, I choose the dance. When we dance, we can express, express our emotions in all the language. All the people who don't speak Spanish or don't speak English can understand our body language. For this, for me, the universal language is the dance. For this, I choose the dance and I say, okay, I want to learn this and I want to be a professional in this because with this, I can create one real communication with over the world. And this happened. This year, I will visit 22 countries in my global tour. It's a crazy, crazy year for me. 22 countries in one year is too much. But I'm so happy because this kind of experiences one time, maybe in 10 years. I don't know. I, I think, too, when I start... I don't be sure if uh, I will have the opportunity or no, because I am a child. But I know to I want to be an artist. If you ask me today if finally I am an artist or no, I think to maybe yes, because I'm not only dancer. You know, I can act. I'm teacher of theater. I can prepare my musicals. Now we are working in a musical of Shrestad and Aladdin in Spain. I can sing, not very well, but I can sing in the musicals. And I continue learning. Uh, I, I spend too much money in a private teacher to make me new inspirations. Last year, I visited Broadway and I spent uh, one week learning in a step of Broadway is a big, big, big school in Broadway with the best teachers from the musicals of Broadway. And I learned too much about the theater dance and Horton style, um, the techniques for breathe inside to the movements and the techniques for connect our emotion with the movements. And it's a different technique to I put inside to the belly dance community, inside to my techniques. I continue working every day for try to grow more and discover more language for continue my communication with the people.
Uh, that's interesting that you mentioned that you are keep studying and learning new skills even now, then you are considered in Relidance community successful, established dancer who traveled 22 countries in one year. It's crazy. But I actually want to go a little bit back in years because uh, this is something I think in your nature to keep learning. Um, what I digged in your uh, bio is that uh, then you moved to Buenos Aires. You already had your own studio in your hometown. And then you moved to Buenos Aires. You went to study in the studio of Amir Taleb and Saida. And this is something that really caught my attention because I know a lot of dancers who, once they start teaching, they think they don't need to study anymore or they can't go to regular class or workshop. And this happens quite a lot. And uh, we even see very often like person just took like, I don't know, one, maybe two years of classes and then suddenly thinks they know everything they teach and they don't develop. So, but you basically already had your studio, not even teaching classes in, I don't know, someone else studio. You had your studio, you had your troupe and then suddenly you go and as I understood, if maybe I'm mistaken, but as I understood, you go as a student to their studio. You're not coming there as a teacher. So where does that come from? Like this... Uh, you just decided to go, I don't know, from teaching position, let's say, go back to student position in ballet dance. When you know to you need to grow, you don't have a position. That's true. You know, this is my vision. You know, uh, if you want to have a long career, you need to learn. I start very young. I start to have my first group when I have 17 years old. With 17 years old, I have mm, 72 persons back to me. Oh, wow. Yes, I'm very, very, very young when I start. For this, when I have the opportunity to move to Buenos Aires, I close my studio, I close my, my troupe, I stop my troupe, and I live the life to the students again, very happy. Finally, uh, when I have my own studio in Buenos Aires, I have a six private teachers to come every day to teach me. Every day I learn four hours with a private teacher. I have one teacher of tango, one teacher of ballet, one teacher of hip hop, one teacher of sing, uh, one teacher of theater. Every day I spend four hours for me. And after this, I teach five hours. <laughs> it's a crazy, but it's the only way for grow. If you continue learning every time you have a more inspiration and your technique and your movements and your body language is better, it's more clear. Now here in Spain, I find one teacher of flamenco and I start to learn again flamenco. And I find one teacher for continue singing because I want to sing better because I really love singing. And, uh, you know, this is part of me. When you are a student, you have a, a beautiful opportunity to grow. When you only put your position, oh, I am a teacher, this is so stressful for you because sometimes you don't have inspiration. Sometimes you say, okay, and now what is the next step? And for me, I really enjoy, enjoy being a student. When I have the time uh, and I work in a festival, always I try to go to watch and try to enjoy the workshop of the another teacher. 
because it's another vision of the music. It's another technique. It's more uh, information for you. Um, sometimes it's difficult because I, if I go to the salon to make the workshop, all the students look, all the students say, oh, one picture, one picture. And I don't want to distort the next picture, you know, because it's the, it's the time of another picture. And sometimes it's difficult, but I really enjoy learn. I really enjoy the student. Uh, I think to all us need to be students all the life. That's uh, such a great reminder for everyone. It's uh, very fascinating because I talked uh, or um, uh, whenever I follow some, again, we considered successful, known international ballet dancers, they all refer to the same, like, oh, keep learning, keep uh, uh, trying to uh, get something from new knowledge from some other teachers in your field, in another field, and they are so humble and they have no problem to go to someone's workshop and stay in the line with, I don't know, other dancers and study. And uh, it's interesting to see the contest how those people who are developing successful career in art and dance, they're the ones, the first who will go back to basics and those who are just starting sometimes think that they need to create this amplua of divent or oh, i i know everything <laughs> it's very funny trend <laughs> this is about the ego you know when you don't have a, your ego when you don't have a big ego you can share last week i have a festival in spain i'm the artist manager of one festival in spain it's one beautiful uh, festival I translate five teachers, you know, and the people say, no, but you are my teacher. Why you translate my workshop? I say, I want to join your workshop. And I translate the, the, the workshop of Diden Kinali in the last month. We have a tour together and I translate all the nine workshops to Diden made in Argentina, in Mexico and in Spain. I translate the workshop of the Argentinian teachers to come to Spain because I translate to English. I translate my Japanese students to come. And I translate the workshop of the Japanese teacher to come. I translate it in, in English and Spanish because it gives me all the schedule in, uh, in Japanese. And I translate the workshop of the Italian uh, teachers to come. Um, I don't have a big ego, you know? I'm, I enjoy all the opportunities, you know, if sometimes I need to go to the stage and be Oscar Flores, perfect. But in my life, I'm Oski. Oski is a little Oscar. My family say me Oski. And Oski really enjoy share the time with the people. For this, last weekend in the festival, I made the translation for the another teacher. I sit on the stage, I make the music of the workshop of the another teacher like a worker, you know, because I really enjoy watching the workshop because all this is inspiration too. It's not about to be all oh, the big teachers or the small teachers and the new teachers. All the teachers have another vision of the music, have another vision of the technique, and you learn with all the people. How many languages do you know? <laughs> uh, Spanish, English, Italian, Portuguese, uh, a little Chinese because when I live in China, I learn I learn Chinese. 
and just for teaching some words in Japanese. Wow, so many. Wow, I, you just when you were describing like all those uh, recent workshops and your translations, I was like, okay, but there's so many different languages, <laughs> not just one, two. Yes. Few. Wow. But all is about the body language. When you understand the body language, you can translate the movements of the person who are on the stage. You know, and uh, it's for this when you connect with the people. Uh, you can translate very easy because you are a dancer and you understand the movement. That's that's so nice. <laughs> I just have a few more questions if you have a little bit more time. Yeah. <laughs> I know we interrupted yes, today your day off and uh, uh, brought you from the beach <laughs> to the, to <laughs> home back and uh, record this uh, interview. So thank you so much for taking time from your day. But I was curious uh, to hear your opinion because you refer to your study explorations in many other artistic, uh, uh, specifically even dance uh, forms like tango or flamenco you mentioned, as well as uh, theater, acting uh, uh, studies. So, do you find the learning of other dance styles help your ballet dance or does it take away or create any extra challenges in your body, I don't know, memory, vocabulary? <laughs> How do you find it? I don't know. I love all the dances. I find the options that I have near to me. You know, I want to learn all the dance possible. <laughs> I love the dance. I love all the expressions about the dance. I dance. I, I, I love dance reggaeton. I love dance salsa. I love dance samba from Brazil. I love the African dance. I love the Indian dance. I dance Bollywood many years. All these exp expressions, you know. And if I need recommend one, of course, I recommend to all my students learn ballet because ballet gives you the lines and the balance. But all the dance give you a new language. All the dance give you something for grow your dance and your vocabulary. I don't have a specific topic about the dance. It's just dance and just enjoy. Yeah, I just was asking curious because there are some uh, conversations appearing on social media about ballet dances from time to time that, oh, if you want to be a successful ballet dancer, you need to invest all your time in just ballet dance and other dance styles can make it difficult. And I even remember, uh, like, I personally like, don't agree, but there is, I don't think there is right or wrong opinion. I was just curious about your opinion. But with all that said, I remember years and years ago, I was trying to study flamenco <laughs> which is not very uh, natural for me uh, because I'm more soft and fluid but flamenco it has different temperament but uh, I was at those years both beginner basically obviously flamenco beginner and I still was sort of beginner in ballet dance just like maybe two three years of ballet dance classes which is nothing in terms of like uh, really know the dance form but then i noticed that my teachers in flamenco class he was like oh you're too soft you need like more sharp and then in ballet dance class i started receiving oh you're like why is it sharp accents what's coming on like where is your fluid <laughs> so i experienced it on my own but of course it's individual but i was just curious about your opinion and your experience did it enhance or did you find any challenges that you need to work through to make Everything worked as it's supposed to. I love when the students 
find his own style. I never try to push the students to be like me. When one student use too much my style, I say, okay, stop. Find another influence. Mm. I don't like the copies. I like to be each dancer are original. Each dancer needs to be different. Also in my troops, always when I choose my dancer, I choose only one dancer of each kind of dance. For example, I have one to dance flamenco, one to dance Polynesian, one to dance Armenian style, one to dance jazz, one to dance burlesque. If I have two dancers very similar, I choose only one of them. Because I try to find one troupe to have a diversity. You know, I don't want to have one troupe to dance like me. I want to find one troupe to dance with different styles for connect all the styles inside to the stage. For this, for me, when the students come, uh, I teach the techniques, but the technique is technique, no style. The style is your style. I try to grow the style of each dancer. Each dancer for me needs to be only one. Mm. But can you tell us a little bit more about your troupe? Because now I'm very intrigued. I thought it's more like a belly dance troupe, what we usually see, like everyone does belly dance and maybe with some influence. But now you're saying you're specifically choosing people from different dance forms. So can you tell us a little bit more about it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Always my, my troupe have this goal. In, in this moment in Spain, I have uh, nine dancers and each one have one specific topic. I have one tribal dancer, I have one jazz dancer, I have one flamenco dancer, I have one Armenian dancer, I have one burlesque dancer, and each one have a different character when dance. Of course, when we perform together, we spend one choreography together with the same energy, but I want to have a different characters inside to my, my troupe. Because, for example, now we are working in the musical of Aladdin. In Aladdin, each one have a different character. And I working for maybe next year, we have one, one show to I made three times in Argentina. is a belly duet. I want to make one duet with each dancer. One duet with a, a, a flamenco, one duet with a tango, with one duet with a burlesque, one duet, one duet with a tribal fusion. For this, I want to have one dancer with each specific topic. For this, when you have a different people inside to the troupe, the troupe, when work together, grow because share different experience. If all the dancers are, are dancing the same, is that difficult to this troupe uh, share without competition, you know, because all the dancers have the same level, the same structure, the same language. It's a difficult find who is the best. When you have one troupe and each dancer have a different topics and different influence and different information, these people share and you create one community more. Well, you create one team. It's not one troupe, it's one team. My team work very in communion, you know, very hard. And all the people share because have, have a different experience, have a different vision. And it's so interesting work with this kind of group. Mm, 
that's so inspiring also to hear completely different i mean for me completely different unexpected approach because uh, whenever i was uh, reading about your dance group activities or like now we talked before i i assumed it was like a belly dance uh, true probably based on your uh, students but now you're given completely different approach hmm, that's very interesting thank you for sharing and uh Where can people find the videos of your uh, dance to performances? <laughs> I think to in YouTube. I know uh, the last two years, last three years, when I moved to China, I lost the control of my YouTube channel. Uh, because in China, we don't have YouTube, we don't have Google, we don't have Facebook. Uh, I lived two and a half years in China. And for all these years, I can upload too much new videos. Uh, in my computer, I have three more to 300 videos for upload. <laughs> oh, soon, hopefully soon. <laughs> yes, very soon. Uh, now I will have a, an assistant to help me to upload all the information in YouTube. And we, we refresh our YouTube channel. Uh, last week, we have the first performance with the Spanish troupe, with the European troupe. Uh, in, in Japan, I have two troupes. In Japan, I have two. I have a, a, around two twenty dancers. In China, I have a troupe too, but now I stop the troupe in China. Uh, in Argentina, I have another troupe, but I stop the troupe of Argentina too. In a moment, I have five troops. <laughs> oh wow! So you even managed to direct them on this? Like wow! Because, for example, if I work this week in Spain and I made one new choreo, we record the choreo step by step in Spanish and English, and we share this information with all the troops, and all the troops start to work with the same music and the same new movements and the same new combinations. And I direct the troop in a virtual way, you know? We share the information mm. between the troops. That's, yes, that's completely new layer of your work. <laughs> That was uh, completely um, not discovered by me, like, wow. <laughs> For example, the troops from Japan performed last Saturday with me here in Spain. And this choreo we made with the, the Spanish troop. But we, I sent this video to Japan And the Japanese troupe made a rehearsal in Japan and came to perform in Spain with the choreo. And it's amazing. It's amazing because the 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 troupe from Europe watch the video, not watch the video, watch the 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 live performance. And I say, oh, we made this choreo, and now the Japanese dancers <laughs> come to dance with this, and it's so excited because you share your world in a moment. One Japanese dancer write to one European dancer and say, oh, thank you because your video helped me because uh, each dancer uh, have one, not tutorial, but you follow one dancer in the video, you know, and it's, it's like a share with another people. It's, it's very interesting, nice experience. Wow, it's sort of also uh, building <laughs> your international uh, tribe <laughs> and secret tribe. <laughs> in, the, in the tour with them. In Mexico, the organizers say, oh, we have a troupe here and we want to dance with you, if possible. And I say, yes. And I send one of the choreo of the Aladdin musical. And I say, look, I have many choreos step by step. I will send you one choreo and you can learn this choreo and we dance together. And when I arrived to Mexico, we made two rehearsals and we per I, I performed with the troupe of Mexico 
uh, it's not my troupe, but the, the, the Mexican troupe performed my choreo and I performed with this in, in the show. It's so interesting. It's a very nice experience. Oh, nice. Yeah, I saw some videos of you performing with uh, multiple dancers, with definitely some dance group, but uh, it never occurred to me that, oh, this may be your regular sort of troupe, but distance international troupe or something like that. I was just thought, oh, maybe it's uh, they learned from workshop or worked previously or somehow it's like one like uh, one time thing. But basically you sort of uh, uh, keep it on as an ongoing thing and uh, have it spreading worldwide. That's uh, fascinating. <laughs> yes, it's a hard work because every every rehearsal we need record the regular video, record the video for each group, and record the video step by step in English and Spanish for right. so many hours to work. <laughs> mm. But I really enjoy. Well, I keep uh, uh, being more and more inspired by your work and uh, so many <laughs> more layers on covering it. I'm sure we didn't get to many um, many other facets of your activities <laughs> in this short time. But uh, uh, before I ask uh, you our final signature question of podcast, can you tell people, please, uh, where what is the best way to to find you, to contact you and to follow your dance activities? Where are you the most active or how to find it and if you have any upcoming trips or projects that you'd like to share with us today uh, we are happy to hear <laughs> yes okay the, the best way for follow me and keep in contact is instagram today because i use instagram all the days and i try to answer all the messages in instagram because it's more quickly it's more easy for mm -hmm. me uh, i'm not using too much facebook now and very soon I will upload all the videos in YouTube. I'm working hard for this. Maybe in one month more, you have a thousand videos in YouTube. Um, next week, next Monday, uh, tomorrow night, <laughs> I will start with a tutorial, free tutorials in Instagram. Mm -hmm. Every week, I will share with the followers a new combination. Short combinations in one minute, I will explain in one minute one combination to you can use in a different reading. Because many people ask me about, oh, I want to have more combinations. I want to have inspiration for work with different readings. Each week, I work with a different reading and combinations for each reading in one minute. Very short combinations, easy for follow. And uh, this is a new idea. I hope that the people enjoy this. And this is one kind of way for promote more the people to try to join the Belidad. Mm -hmm. Well, by the time this interview is out, probably this will be already in progress. So for everyone who is listening now, not only follow now Oscar on Instagram, but also dig in his previous post to see absolutely all combinations he has already yes. been shared. Yes. Uh, and uh, any upcoming trips soon? Like for the summer, where people can find you? One date on the month. Every month I have one intensive uh, meeting in Barcelona. It's one uh, training for professional dancers. It's uh, one time on the month. All the year we have uh, one meet with eight hours of training. Very, very hard training. Um, next week I will be in uh, USA, in Tampa, in a festival. After this, I go to Uruguay, go to Argentina for two festivals, go to Chile 
And I don't remember what the date. I go to <laughs> Morocco. I will be in Morocco in September. I don't remember. Sorry. It's too much date. <laughs> well, that's already a lot of countries. <laughs> yes. Anyway, for everyone who is listening and want to connect uh, with Oscar, all links as usual in show notes. So just go there, click, uh, and you go directly on his Instagram, Facebook, and just subscribe. And I'm sure he will announce uh, more upcoming trips uh, uh, there so you can follow and see. And I also know you mentioned about your own festival in Spain. Uh, so can you tell, in, even in advance, <laughs> when when is the next one? What's yes, happening? Every, every year, every year. Uh, we have a festival here in Sitges. Sitges is a beautiful city of the Mediterranean. It's a half hour to Barcelona. Um, the festival is another concept because it's, uh, it's live one week with the teachers. Mm. We spend eight days together because we have five days of excursions around to Spain. All together in a bus, teachers and students we go to Sagrada Familia or Gaudi Museum or go, we have one party on the boat around to the Mediterranean all together and spend the day in a boat and swim in the Mediterranean Sea. We have a party on the beach. It's a many activities for share the life because I believe to the students learn more about the teacher when are relaxed. When you meet with the teacher and you spend one week before to the festival, and we can speak about the life, we share the dinner, we share the breakfast, we share the pool, we share, go to the shopping all together and spend one week together. After this experience, all the people in the festival live another kind of experience because you are more free. You want to the teacher watch your performance in the competition. You go and enjoy the workshop in a different way because you are more open. You don't feel shame if the teacher look at you in the competition or look at you in the workshop. For this, Oriental Dance Meeting is another concept of festival. It's one meeting of eight days together. And the last three days, we share the festival. But we open the first five days together. It's an amazing experience. This year we have more to 100 persons around to the activities and we have 29 countries in Spain in the international competition. It's an amazing experience. 29 countries together dancing belly dance is a so successful. This is the second year to I am the director of the festival and I'm so happy because it's so successful this year. 29 countries is a dream. It's a big, 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 big dream because all the people speak the same idiom, the dance, the body language. You keep surprising me again and again. I thought, okay, I already had so many surprises and discoveries during this interview. Nothing else can like uh, happen. And now you're saying this completely interesting and uh, unexpected approach uh, to the festival, which first sounds like a very just cool, uh, oh, dance uh, vacation idea. But then your intention behind it. And it's so true that uh, it would be completely different experience just show up, I don't know, at workshop or competition or if you already spent, I don't know, five days with those teachers, had the opportunity to uh, to talk, to connect, and I'm sure it's pretty fascinating and completely different experience than to step on stage in front of judges who now you know a little bit more. They are not so distant, or uh, and and as well participants that 
I'm sure probably during those five days, you create such a feeling of community instead of competitors at the contest. That's very interesting. Yes, it's another kind of vision. We know, fine, we don't don't work. uh, Of course, this is a market. Finally, this is a business, but we don't work in this way. We work for try to grow the community, for try to create a community around to the festival. For 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 us, it's so positive when the last day all the dancers make a big hug and cry because we need to say goodbye. You know, when you touch the people with these real feelings because these people really enjoy this experience and. Uh, when we spend, uh, I don't know, one coffee near to the pool, speaking about the life with the people to come to another country, to another corner of the world. And this is so important because these people believe and these people find the options for try to keep one career. And these people come here with a big dream and we try to open the, the, the opportunities for these people. Because, in, for example, in the international competition, the winners of the international competition competition is the is teachers the next year in the festival, and this is a big opportunity because in the many festival, okay, you win your award is beautiful costume, and say okay, one award, one picture. But for us, the winner is the next teacher the next year is the the, the new opportunity. You have the opportunity to go to the stage with the master teachers and share the workshops and share the experience. And this year, uh, we try to support more the fusion category. For this, the winners of the international uh, um, professional category and the winners of the professional fusion category is the new teachers too. This year, the winners is from Ukraine and from India. In the fusion category, the winners is from India. And uh, next year, we have these new two teachers in our festival, and we are so proud about this. Wow. Do you have the dates for the next uh, festival? Yes. Every year is the last uh, week of May and the first weekend of June. Every year, we have this this, uh, date. Okay, people, put on your calendars. (laughs) Mark those days and come, because it sounds so amazing. (laughs) We will be so happy to share this experience with more people. It's Oriental Dance Meeting. This is the name of the festival. Again, all links in show notes. So go there and uh, visit. I'll find uh, the website or resource for the festival as well and put it there. Oscar, I would like once again to thank you so much for taking your time and share. And this conversation completely blew my mind. I thought we'll talk more about, I don't know, dance training or careers. But we talked, I don't even know if we talked more about dance or about life. But they're so interconnected and so inspiring. And I'm sure a lot of people will hear so many important things to them. Because you touched so many different aspects of just life and artistic life and ups and downs and bright moments and not that bright moments so thank you so much for being so open vulnerable and uh, willing to share (laughs) you're welcome i'm so happy to try to to share thank you for this opportunity to try to uh, share more with the people in in this program in this interview 
because uh, it's true. The people sometimes only watch the picture, but not have the opportunity to speak with the, the, the person. And I try to, the people discover Oski. This is Oski. <laughs> Oski is a different. Oscar Flores is the character to go to the stage and dance and perform. But Oski is a real person to really love, share the life and share the good moments and the good experience. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Oh, it was a pure pleasure for me. And I always finish our podcast with our sort of signature question. I ask all artists and I love how different replies they have. And sometimes I find some similarities or common trends, but it's also interesting how some interesting new Uh, discoveries or ideas pop up at the end of our conversation um, even if we sort of talked about those aspects during the interview but question is simple and difficult at the same time <laughs> depends how you how you take uh, it uh, and um, the question is what makes you fall in love with ballet dance again and again so that you keep doing it for so many years wow it's a difficult question um I'm in love with the belly dance because the belly dance gives me the opportunity to discover the world. I don't know. When, when I am young, I'm not sure if I have this opportunity or not. And this opportunity comes to me and I take the opportunity. For this, I, I told you before, uh, we need to work very hard and be ready because the opportunity comes to us and we need to be ready for take the opportunity. Uh, of course, I made different work in my life, but the belly dance gives me the opportunity to discover all the world because I travel around to all the world for six years. And this is a more beautiful opportunity to I have in my life. For this, I'm in love with this. For this, uh, I support all. For this, uh, I move far to my family, far to my love, far to my friends, because I try to work for this love. In this moment, I'm 14 years old. In a moment of your life, you understand to maybe you, you live the half of your life. And this moment of my life is not for me. In this moment, I try to work for the new generation of dancers. For this, I try to, to be more clear I try to share more about the experience because I live the half of my life. I don't know how many years more I will have a strong career, but there are so many new generation of dancers and I try to keep more information. So I try to keep more uh, good influence for these people because this is one kind of art and we need care the new generation or recover the real artists. I working in this moment for UNESCO. Uh, this is a secret, uh, a secret <laughs> part, but I, okay, I, I, I will share with you this information. I working for, with UNESCO for uh, made one international program for try to grow the level of the belly dance uh, in, in over the world. This program is not about me. I'm only working for try to create the program, the correct program. This program gives the correct information to all the dancers over the world 
for trying to make one international certification with UNESCO. This is so important because this will be the support about the history, about the readings, about the techniques. It's not about the styles. I never speak about the style. This is no Argentinian style, no Egyptian style, no Russian style, no Ukrainian style. No. This is only the basic step for being a dancer, for being an oriental dancer. Is information about the all the technical program to one student or one teacher needs be for be a professional. For putting front to the career and say, okay, I am professional uh, about the oriental dance. Maybe in one or two years more, we will finish this program and we will share this with all the world. Uh, again, this is not about to, the people need to learn with Oscar Flores. This is about the legacy. I want to have one legacy for the new generation. I want to share the hard work, work of all the life for the new generation with a, a specific program, with an international program, with a real name like UNESCO to support the new generation of dancers. Oh my God, this just blows my mind. It's a completely different uh, uh, level that we are taking the dance forum on. So thank you so much for sharing it. It's so exciting news. And uh, wow, I'm speechless. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it because this was the most unexpected thing for me to hear. Uh, and there's so many like, not concerns, but like people struggling. Oh, I kind of want to develop career and ballet dance, but there is no university education. There is no real support of how I can develop it, what I need to do. And this may be not directly telling you, I don't know, what to do in your career, but this is such a huge step, like this kind of programs and with UNESCO support, with this kind of programs, it's a huge support uh, for step, like as you said, for establishing legacy in uh, ballet dance and even popularizing it more and uh, taking off some stereotypes in general public. Because let's be honest, in dance community, we all like used to talking to each other, so we don't have these concerns. But a lot of times when we talk to general people, it's like, what? Ballet dance? Like, it's very common not to be treated seriously. So those kind of projects, I just, I'm looking forward to it because it can be complete uh, change of the game, let's say. <laughs> yes, I, I am so happy to, to try to, to, to have this opportunity to work for all the community. And again, this is not about me. This is about the community. This is about to the future of this dance, the future of our dancer, the future of the new generation of dancers. And I really hope see for many, many, many years a great dancers invite to the community. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with us. And if you like this episode, it will mean a world to me if you take a few seconds and leave us a review on iTunes or share it with your friends. Also, you can always find more information about podcast as well as past episodes at yanadance.com slash podcast. As well as you can connect with me on social media by Yana Dance or Yana Komarnitska. I'm very active on Instagram as well as Facebook and share a lot of tips and inspiration for your daily ballet dance life. And by the way, don't forget to subscribe to podcast so you never miss a future episode. And until next time, keep shimming.